Buenos días, buenas tardes y buenas noches, mi gente querida. This is Adara, and welcome back to another episode. I just want to quickly thank y'all so much for all the love on Jordan and Joshua's and my mom's episode, as well as the first episode to my new segment called Vamos a Talk. It's something new, I'm trying it out, but I just wanted to kind of like give y'all also my perspective because at the end of the day, it's kind of it's kind of my podcast <laughs> at the end of the day. So it's kind of just a different um, feel and environment for you guys as well. So I hope you guys like it. Please, please, please send me topics that you guys like for me to talk about whenever I'm doing uh, the segments by myself or just seg uh, topics that you guys want me to talk about with other guests. So it's been super, super fun. But nonetheless, y'all, this lady right here, it's a lady, oh my gosh, I hinted it. Oh my goodness, it's a lady. This lady right here, I don't even know, I'm about to start crying. <laughs> I was like, starts crying in the middle of the recording. I've been hinting at her all week and it's just amazing how she's impacted my life in so many ways, especially with the topic that we're going to talk about today about relationships and singleness and all that stuff. She has kept it on check. <laughs> like whenever we're recording this, we're recording this on the third last week, y'all. She put me on check real quick. She's like, you need to <laughs> a break. And I'm like, yes, I do. But y'all, today we have Mackenzie Valdez. What is up, party people? Yes. I need a <laughs> clapping um, effect. It's okay. We'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it ourselves. Yeah, we're, we're broke. I'm a broke college student right now. <laughs> so, when you got to make your own sound effects. Hey, yep. That is facts. You got to do what you got to yes, do. We have to start somewhere, honestly. <laughs> we do. But today, guys, like I said before, we're going to talk about relationships. Relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Starts throwing up. Um, but we're not going to be, if some of y'all may know, majority of y'all may know, Mackenzie is married. No, I'm sorry. Holla. <laughs> yes. Hey, boo. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ruben, you better be listening to I this know. episode. <laughs> Support your wife, please. <laughs> but you and Ruben have been married for a little long? over a year. A little over a, a year. year and was... almost two, a year and almost two months. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Did that make sense? Yes. A year and two months. Yes. There yeah. we go. I was like, I don't know English either. It's fine. <laughs> it's we're we're, we're going to be fine. But yeah, so there, she married or whatever. She got three beautiful babies. No, they're not human. They're dogs and they're better. <laughs> not, not no human babies. Not no human Dog babies. babies. Yes, they're so cute. I wish I could insert a picture. But y'all can just imagine them. Just, just imagine how yeah. cute they are. <laughs> Please do. It's Rocky, Fluffy, and Flocka. I just love them. Get I you a them. friend that knows your dog's names yes. by heart. Come on now. Get you a friend, my yes. people. Yes. <laughs> Come on. I love them so much. Me and Rocky were kind of, we were, <laughs> our relationship was a little rocky yeah. at the beginning. We're, we're talking about relationships today. Yeah. And that's a relationship oh that was Fam. rocky at the beginning yeah. but they're good now Ooh, we're good now let's just get into this already i'm so excited but to start off just the episode in general kenzie i just wanted to ask you what was your perspective on relationships during your moments of singleness so your relationships with friends with family with christ just all that how did you see that before you were even with Ruben or with anyone in that matter. Yeah, um, I definitely feel like my perspective on relationships has changed a lot mm -hmm. over, you know, the different seasons of my life. There was a point 
in my life where I was very negative about relationships, mm. I was like, oh, almond cheat. Like, I don't, I don't want to be <laughs> no. married. Like, I don't want to be yeah. in a relationship. And I was like 12. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. not <laughs> like, even, I didn't have no business of dating anyone. Right. But there was a point, like, because of things that I dealt with in my past where I was just very negative about relationships, mm. whether that be, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, mm. marriage, friendships, like, mm. I just like really distanced myself from people and I didn't want to put myself in a position to be hurt because Mm. when you're like, I feel like when you're vulnerable and you're, you're in relationships with friends, people, whoever it is, like Mm. you can put yourself in a, you're essentially putting yourself in a position for them to hurt you. Yeah. And so that really scared me. And I feel like I just went through that time where I was really negative about all that. And then in, you know, when I was around 18, I got saved and mm-hmm. I... Come on out. I know. Hello. Let's... let's Thank you, Jesus. Praise and hallelujah. Yes. Um, I got saved at 18. And I feel like God, obviously, mm-hmm. God knew what he was doing. Oh, yeah. I don't feel like it. He mm-hmm. obviously knew what he was doing mm-hmm. um, because that was when I was really starting to feel negative about relationships. Mm. And he just, he saved me from that point on. And wow. like, I started to build that relationship with him, but it still was not anywhere near where I'm at now mm. or when I started, you know, even dating my now. Mm-hmm. Heavy, heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Adara's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's cute, that's cute. So I went from being super negative about relationships, not really caring about mm. any, you know, putting myself in a position to be close to people. Mm. And then I started to build that relationship with God. He started to teach me a lot about like what marriage looks like, mm. what relation dating relationships look like, what your friendship should look like. Mm. And so my perspective started to change a lot mm. about that. And I started to um, get closer to people, build more friendships. Mm-hmm. But I still was not really at that point in my life where... Like, I wasn't content being mm-hmm. single. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I wasn't content being single. And I was so focused on getting in a relationship that I wasn't really mm-hmm. focused on me. Mm. And so now that I'm in a different season, even when I started dating Ruben, mm-hmm. I feel like my perspective changed even more. Like, I started to learn what healthy relationships look like. I started to not, like, seek to be seen. Like, yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, I wasn't... When I met Ruben, I was not chasing after him. Mm-hmm. Like, I was not chasing after anyone God just opened that door and he made it happen. He made it happen for sure. (laughs) But like I say all that because like I just went through so many different seasons Mm -hmm. and mindsets of what relationships looked like. Mm -hmm. I went from negative to okay, like I'm saved. Like I'm not, you know, I got a relationship with God, Mm -hmm. but I still was so focused on finding someone. Mm -hmm. And then he changed my heart through that and something just clicked in me and I wasn't really chasing after that anymore and I wasn't really focused on that. So my perspective of relationships yeah. has been all over the place. <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> Which I feel like yeah. that's normal. Mm-hmm. Like you grow oh, yeah. through different oh, yeah. seasons and you learn what, mm-hmm. you know, relationships should look like mm-hmm. and, and God teaches you that. So, yeah, For sure. And um, whenever you said that he showed you how relationships are supposed to be like, did he show you that just in your own relationship with him or did he kind of put couples in your life or other people in your life to kind of reflect that um god-given relationship that you're supposed to strive for yeah i think specifically speaking to when ruben and i started dating Mm -hmm. i feel like he did a little bit of both like Mm -hmm. he he would you know through the bible it obviously teaches us what relationships are supposed to look like Mm -hmm. but i would also hear it in church Mm -hmm. through sermons through um conversations Mm -hmm. um and then he also placed couples in our world that taught us what respecting your your significant other looks mm-hmm. like what honoring your spouse looks mm-hmm. like yeah. and he placed those people in our lives that 
I feel like have taught us so much and sometimes it's they teach you the smaller things yeah, that yeah. amount to the bigger things and they've mm-hmm. taught us you know what faithfulness looks like they've taught us so many different things that I'm so grateful for now in mm-hmm. our marriage that we get to put into practice and mm-hmm. honestly help other couples and other people that are mm-hmm. in the same season that we were yeah, when we were yeah. dating for sure. so he I think that's something that we both prayed for individually mm-hmm. and as a couple is that God would continue to show us what mm-hmm. a relationship was supposed to look like and wow. for God to define that for mm-hmm. us so that we weren't really getting that not to sound churchy but yeah. like from the world yeah, you yeah, know yeah. and then we also prayed for God to bring us good friends he mm-hmm. prayed we prayed for God to bring us couples that were married and that had been married for a mm-hmm. while and kind of knew what how you know a relationship was supposed to look like so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he provided God provided in so many different ways mm-hmm. for you know us mm-hmm. to learn what a healthy relationship looks like yeah and do you feel because I know that you also mentioned that you kind of stopped just chasing after mm-hmm. that was it what kind of replaced that other than god obviously but right. what kind of replaced that desire for an actual physical man in your life to yeah. just like focus primarily on god did he reveal something to you was there a shift in your perspective like how did that kind of look like for you in that yeah. moment of transition I honestly, I don't know if it, I can't remember the exact moment of Mm -hmm. when it happened, but I just know that there was a shift in my mindset Mm -hmm. and a shift in my heart that, and I know it's God because Mm -hmm. I went from like, like I would be in Target, I'm always at Target. (laughs) Yes, come on now. (laughs) I would be in a store or at, you know, speaking back to him, being in high school, like I would be in the hallways and I just had such a low Mm self-confidence and I I didn't know where my identity was at any cute guy that I mm-hmm. thought at the time was cute because my man is the only cute one now. <laughs> Come on now, yes. Anyone that I was remote, like I remotely thought was attractive, I would mm-hmm. be like, okay, are they going to look at me when I walk mm-hmm. past them? Like I craved that and desired that mm-hmm. so much. Yes. Why I'm saying that is because I know it was such a God thing that he mm-hmm. just kind of removed that desire. Wow. Like yeah. I didn't care if people saw me, looked mm-hmm. at me, thought I was pretty, mm-hmm. were, you know, trying to talk to me mm-hmm. or anything I just Mm -hmm. stopped caring yeah and I know that that had to have been something that God just removed Mm -hmm. like he had to he uprooted that Mm -hmm. from my heart and I just stopped searching for that I Mm -hmm. stopped chasing that and you know people always say the right relationship comes to you whenever you stop looking for Mm -hmm. it and I was like that's so cliche like that's (laughs) not right that's not Mm -hmm. true and in my case I truly experienced that because I as soon as I stopped looking for it yeah that person came knocking on my door yeah. I didn't have to look for them I didn't have to go yeah. searching for him or anything mm-hmm. like that God just opened that door and it was like the rest is history mm-hmm. almost you know yeah, that yeah. sounds so, like, so silly yeah. but once once I stopped searching mm-hmm. it just kind of happened mm-hmm. you know? and like just stopped seeking yeah. the dude and stuff yeah. and started seeking God like it's just a big old shift in yeah. like perspective and stuff like that and And it's crazy that whenever we do, especially like as women, like whenever we do decide to just push that, those desires aside to have a physical man in our lives, like, like you just said, that confidence that we have in ourselves. And Mm -hmm. like, I've been starting to remind myself and tell myself lately, like to see myself as his creation. And it's just when in doing so, like it brings so much confidence in that. And I feel like that also ties into what you're saying, like seeing ourselves as oh we don't not in a bad way but oh it doesn't matter what other people say whether it be a good thing or a bad thing at the end of the day we're his creation and we need to care for what he says about ourselves which is always good things which is like we're his daughters we're beautifully and wonderfully made in his image and the list goes on with all the all the cute (laughs) all the amazing things things. (laughs) all the bible verses that we all put in the the fridges yes (laughs) um but whenever god 
like you said, uprooted that desire from you. Were you praying for him to kind of take it away in that moment? Or was it kind of just something... Like he just you did really, it, yeah. yeah. You know, like, I, I can't, just to be honest, I can't remember if that was something I was mm-hmm. praying for, mm-hmm. for for God to, like, remove that desire. I just remember that he did it, mm-hmm. and, you know, that was obviously a huge blessing for me, just because mm-hmm. that was something I had struggled with for so long. Yeah. But I don't, I don't remember if I was at that point where I was self-aware of how bad it was, mm. enough for me to say, like, okay, God, I need you to remove yeah. this. Like, I feel like I didn't realize in that moment just mm-hmm. how badly I was craving mm-hmm. to be seen by, mm-hmm. you know, by guys. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I don't remember if that was something that I was yeah. actively praying for. Mm-hmm. I wish that I was, cause then yeah, I could yeah. be like, okay, God answered my <laughs> prayer. But yeah. you know, it, it almost warms my heart more to know that God just kind of did that, mm-hmm. you know, like he, he just, just knew. Yeah, yeah. He just knew like, cause even after like, I was in that time period where when he's kind of removed that, where mm-hmm. I was starting to walk in my purpose in ministry mm-hmm. and what I'm doing not exactly what I'm doing now, but mm-hmm. I started to take those steps towards that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, okay, like it's time for you to stop yeah. feeding this and craving this and desiring that. And we're, we're walking towards purpose yeah. now. And he yeah. kind of just like opened that door for me and removed that and mm-hmm. uprooted that, like I said earlier. Yeah. I wish I could say yeah. I was actively praying for yeah, it, yeah. but you know, sometimes like a, God just yeah. does it. It's kind of like a prayer that we didn't even yeah. know we needed to be praying. An unspoken answered. prayer. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. And I'm just like, I mean, this feels good, God, but yeah. I mean, you knew. <laughs> yeah, you must have known. I was like, you didn't even have to say it. Yeah. It's so insane that you say that that whenever that desire is removed, like literally God lays out, this is what I've been wanting yeah. you to do for the longest time. It's just like, even in my own life right now that Mackenzie definitely knows. <laughs> she knows all this stuff. Whenever I'm just like, Mackenzie, my brain is turning into a teenage brain. I'm just like, no. Um, it's just so crazy to see, like now recently I was getting over this like whole boy funk and I was just like, I always say it because I know that I'm mature and I know these things, right. but, and I'm pretty sure whoever's listening to this episode, pretty sure you can relate. It's just like, it's something that you've been struggling with and like you mentioned as well it's something that you've been struggling with for so long that whenever you're continue those temptations start to come again it's just like i thought that i was over this like why is it not and it's gone to the point of desperation of like is this something that i'm doing wrong is this something that i'm not fulfilling or that god's just like dog you're lacking on this and this and this and this is like for my own life whenever it comes to boys like it's just like why <laughs> like why is it that every single guy that i talk to like you just said like why do i need a picture our years five our life five years from now we're married and all these yeah. kids i'm like i i just met this guy and i'm over here thinking about yeah. these all this whole thing and that really frustrated me because it's just like man like why is this a constant struggle but what's helped me is going back to my first love to the first time yeah. that I got saved to where I got saved from. And it's just like going back to that love and realizing, wow, like having that sit in and be like, he loved me that much to still be with me to this day. And it's just like, yeah, it sucks that this is a constant temptation. And we even talked about that in Jordan's video. That's a constant thing. But the fact that it's a temptation and that we're quicker with saying no, or we're quicker with putting that off to the side. Yeah. And I just feel like for me, um, that's with boys, like those thoughts that come into my head sometimes of just like, and 
it's like the little these little small victories it's just like oh, yeah. at least i'm now finding church boys attractive yeah, <laughs> like this is that one win it's just like okay at least i'm going in the right yeah. direction at least they have good qualities right <laughs> at least at least they're going they're good they go to church they serve so true. um and it's just like at least i'm not finding them attractive in a sexual way right. or in a right worldly way and it's just like i'm finding them attractive because of who they are like yeah. as a person and how they let God use them and stuff like that. It's just so small victories that we kind of have to celebrate. Like, yeah. it's just like, okay, I'm thinking about the dude, but kind of realizing, okay, it's because of the right things and the right yeah. reasons. And I think sometimes, too, we have to kind of give ourselves a break. Mm-hmm. And Come realize- on now, preach to me. Preach to me. <laughs> and realize that, like, as humans, I truly believe that as humans, we naturally have like mm-hmm. this desire for community mm. and this desire to be in relationships with mm-hmm. people like you think about god created this yeah that I way mean, yeah exactly you think mm-hmm. about adam and eve like mm-hmm. when god created adam mm-hmm. and he was like this boy is not gonna do good alone like <laughs> this man is struggling <laughs> yeah, like he he created us to mm-hmm. be in relationships with other people mm-hmm. i mean that's why he brought eve along which one by the way adam and eve's story i know it sounds like such a simple bible story but mm-hmm. it is one of my favorite stories mm-hmm. to to go back and study on mm-hmm. but like work we were created for like with a natural desire to be in mm-hmm. relationship and community with people you know yeah. whether that's marriage relationships friendships it's just in us mm-hmm. so i think sometimes because i used to be there too i used mm-hmm. to you know like I, we talked about like i used to crave to be seen by guys i used mm-hmm. to you know crave a, a relationship and i wanted to make things work that mm-hmm. were never intended to work in the first place yeah, yeah. um it's just natural mm-hmm. for us to do so so I, give yourself a break a little yes. bit boo boo but oh my goodness yes <laughs> but also no like it's such a healthy place to be where you can say okay like i'm gonna give myself a break i'm a normal human being mm-hmm. i have these desires mm-hmm. but i'm also strong enough to say god please help me through this yeah. like i need you to help mm-hmm. uproot this you know temptation to be with someone that mm-hmm. may not be for me right now or yeah. whatever your yeah. situation is like it's so good to be in a point where you can be honest with yourself and say, mm-hmm. I'm human, mm-hmm. but also, God, I need you yeah, because I'm human. Yeah, you know? literally like, because of that. And also, I just feel like for my own personal life and like, I feel like what's grown our friendship as well, it's because also sharing it with other people, especially yeah. people that are walking their journey with Christ along with you. And they're also yeah. having their own personal journey. It helps so much with knowing and because they would understand like, having christian friends or christian um, mentors anything like that in your walk is so crucial because they remind you that hey you're human that's okay like you're saying but let's stir back up to god like okay yeah we acknowledge your temptations yeah we acknowledge your struggle but what are you doing about it like are you praying like are Mm -hmm. you doing this and that like you've even asked me questions like have you been praying this like who else have you told stuff like that because it's just like that's it's that accountability and it's just like and since we're talking about just relationships in general like it's just so crucial to know that it's okay to be vulnerable that's when god a lot a big thing that i may not quote this to the t but a big thing that they've been telling us in gli like god can't heal something that you're not showing him like it's just and it's i feel like that encompasses anything like you don't have to necessarily just show it to god like Mm -hmm. he since he wants us all to be in community with one another be in relationship with one another whether it be with boyfriend girlfriend or just friends Mm -hmm. um you need to show that to them you need to be because that's the only way he's going to and we can't although it's good to build that relationship (laughs) with christ behind closed doors because that's when you truly are strengthened but 
it's just like yeah you're vulnerable behind closed doors but are you this you have to be the same way oh yeah in front and not to say that you need to tell everybody your whole life story right. but it's just like have a really a true relationship enough and want to have that true relationship with another person to the point where it's just like i can do this to them yeah. because it can also help them because my friend beyonce like it was one night we were just driving around and we were i was struggling with whatever i was like whatever i was struggling (laughs) (laughs) but i was just like stuff going through my mind or whatever and i just felt the just the push to just share it with her and whenever i shared that struggle that that part of my past with her she said girl i literally went through the exact same thing and that was such that was like the first time that i realized i've never had a problem with being vulnerable with people but in that specific thing like i was just like no one like that's i'm gonna take this to the grave like yeah, i'm just right. not but that moment it gave me such a revelation it's just like god will provide like we have to be open yeah. in all times with anybody that we're with yeah um because you never know that person is actually struggling with that same thing yeah. and it's such a good thing to know that there's another person with them and we can just grow from there yeah. so I mean, you could help someone Mm -hmm. heal from something that they feel like they're alone. Mm -hmm. Like they Mm -hmm. feel like, like you said, like I'm taking this to the grave. I'm Mm -hmm. not telling a single soul Mm -hmm. ever. And that person might feel like they're by themselves. And then when like, I'm such a huge believer in being vulnerable with the Mm -hmm. right people, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. there's been so many things in my life where I've felt like, oh my gosh, I'm psycho. Like (laughs) I am crazy. (laughs) Like the thoughts that I'm having, the Mm -hmm. things, you know, Mm -hmm. that I've struggled with, like I'm a crazy person. And then when I opened up to someone else, they Mm -hmm. were like, oh no girl, like you're normal. Like Mm -hmm. there is something so freeing about that Mm -hmm. to like be able to open up to someone and say that. So for you to like be vulnerable with someone and to be courageous enough to say, yeah hey i'm really struggling with this yeah that's like that can help set that person Mm -hmm. free too yeah but if you're in the if you're in the seat of receiving that news Mm -hmm. like always make sure that like i always try to make sure that i let that person know i don't care what time of day it is Mm -hmm. i don't care how many times you come to me in that day if you Mm -hmm. are struggling with temptation Mm -hmm. or whatever it is Mm -hmm. come talk to me about it like you're not crazy Mm -hmm. and i don't care if you have the thoughts 17 times Mm -hmm. in a day like come talk to me because Like you said, when you bring that to light, mm-hmm. that is what God can heal because mm-hmm. He can't heal what's hidden. Like, like yes. what you said, what you quoted yeah. from GLI, He cannot mm-hmm. heal that mm-hmm. um, because you're not you're not willing to release it, and you're not yeah. you're kind of like hiding it and like yeah. holding it when He wants to actually use mm-hmm. it for healing. Exactly. And so, he can see it. He can see. It I know he can. You ain't hiding nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, we truly are hiding anything. They, they were hiding. They were like naked, <laughs> like hiding like, from God. And he's like, boo boo. I can see you. Like, come on now. You, it's like people actually think this man said, right. where are you? They knew <laughs> where they just, were. He's just trying to like school you. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like, and if people don't realize that, they think that even with our relationship with God, like they take the whole, he's powerful and he can do all things so literally. It's just yeah. like, okay, yes, we understand that. We acknowledge that. And right. that's who he truly is. But our relationship with Christ is a two-way thing all oh, yeah. of the time. Because it's just like, when he's he knows that we're gonna slack but whenever we start yeah. slacking you're gonna be like oh you're slacking okay okay cool. i'm gonna hold up <laughs> i'm gonna just snatch everything back yeah and i'm gonna just let you get back together get your life together yeah. and come back to me like it's just Absolutely. always a two-way thing and people they but realize that that's what's cool about a relationship with god is like he's not a dictator mm-hmm. like he's not just trying to boss you around like mm-hmm. he of all people, mm-hmm. actually wants to be in a relationship with mm-hmm. you. Like, he yeah. actually likes you enough. Like, I'm, like, annoyed <laughs> by myself. Loves you, yes. 
I'm too annoyed by myself to, you know, want to be around myself all the time. But he sees, like, Mm -hmm. the ugliest parts of us. Like, he sees it all, and he actually still wants Mm -hmm. to be in a relationship with us. Like, that is so cool to me. I'm like, God, you're so nice. You're so nice to me. Like, oh, I'd, be, I'd be over here well, and now you still want to be with me well. <laughs> tears. <laughs> Just tears really down my face. Seriously. I can. I told y'all it's going to be a sermon for free. Like, y'all <laughs> y'all think we're playing out here. But y'all, we're going to go into just asking deeper questions. So Let's do it. We'll be right back. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. We about to go. <laughs> it's so funny. We were kind of, like, planning everything out. And we just started having a whole conversation. We're like, let's, let's wait. Like, wait, hold on. Let's actually film this. This is the whole point yeah. as to why we're talking about this. So, but thank you again for just your vulnerability and for just vulnerability. 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 That's, that's a difficult word to say. That's a difficult vulnerability. There we go. There it is. Yes, literally. Y'all, I realized this is so off talking about. I was like, I don't care. Um, I think it was Ruben that had posted the video of you on Facebook with the whole Starbucks thing. Oh, yeah. It was Ruben. Oh, yeah. And then it was just this video of Ruben and Mackenzie in the drive-thru at Starbucks. And then Ruben said Mackenzie's order. And it was uh, iced caramel macchiato upside down mm-hmm. with extra caramel. Yes. And, yo, whenever I heard that, I was like, we are literally the same person. Because that's my exact same order. I just add soy milk. Okay. But it was just like. When you get a tea, do you get teas there? Sometimes. What do you get? Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. No. Oh, what? Oh, if I get teas. I liked whenever we did like, because I used to work at Barnes & Noble. Yeah, oh, that's I right. I would do like the green teas or the mango dragon fruit. Like okay, if I, I, I never tried that. But yeah. what um, did you get? The passion. Is it passion tango yes. tea? Yes, fam. With lemonade and sweetened? That will go hard. Oh, yes. so good. And then they have like a strawberry... Acai? Acai. Acai. Okay, I was going to say it, but I didn't want to sound like... Yeah. (laughs) Uncultured. Yeah. Yeah. It tastes... Tell us the tea. Mm -hmm. Is it a Capri Sun just poured into a Starbucks cup? Because that's what it tastes like. (laughs) No. (laughs) It's like... It's not... It's actually like... It's in like a little carton. Mm -hmm. And it just says like strawberry... What, it's a strawberry refresher and that's it. I'm telling y'all. Go to Starbucks Mm -hmm. or Starbies, whatever you call it. Get a strawberry acai yes. refresher and tell me it does not taste it like is, a Capri Sun poured into a Starbucks yes, cup. it's literally Which that. is not a bad thing because I love Capri Suns. Yes, come on know. now. I used to call it Capri Sun whenever I first you got here. You call it whatever you want. <laughs> People were like, Adara, what are you saying? I'm like, yeah, the Capri Suns. Were, like, the like a, were there a lot of things that you had to like oh, yeah. figure out? Oh, yeah. What was, oh, yeah. that's how you say it. I've been okay. speaking English for like... A whole lot of years, and I still am not very good at it. So. It's fine. It's fine. It's it okay. Ain't easy. Honestly, it didn't ain't. But it ain't ain't. It, it ain't, ain't. Oh Lord Jesus! There we go. It's like there it is. But okay, we finna get down to this, y'all. It's, we had to talk about the important stuff. We, we had to talk about Starbucks and everything like that. We had to. So, first question. That's kind of. It's two questions, but it all can roll into one answer. Um, Mackenzie. Whenever I know that, whenever in our many conversations, yeah. uh, one thing that really uh, yeah you have mentioned is that in your moments of singleness and going into the season of you being married, there was there were certain things about yourself, um, whether it be like yourself in your relationship with Christ or just yourself and who you are. So, oh my goodness, <laughs> stop it! <laughs> in who you are, um, that you wanted, you wish you would have fixed 
in your season of singleness before going into marriage. Yeah. How did that look like for you whenever you were still single, going through those things, trying to like get it all together? How did that look like? Yeah, I think when I was single, I didn't really realize some of those things that I struggled with. Mm-hmm. How I, I when you're single, like you don't always your mindset is not always focused on marriage. Mm. Which I feel like if I could give any piece of advice, like even if you're single, still focus on your future. Like focus mm-hmm. on the fact that if you have a desire to get married, be marriage minded. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. is what I would say. So mm-hmm. I I was not marriage minded. I was Taco Bell minded <laughs> and McKenzie minded. Like I was I was not thinking about my future. Mm-hmm. So I feel like had I been more marriage minded, I would have been focused on becoming the person that my spouse deserves. Mm. And you know, because obviously God loves my husband. And he loves me. Like, mm-hmm. God loves me, too. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's it's so important when you're single to focus on becoming that person that your spouse deserves. Mm-hmm. And becoming the person that you deserve to yeah. be. Like, yeah, that's good. you deserve to be a healthy human. Mm-hmm. Like, you deserve to have a kind heart. Mm-hmm. You deserve to have good qualities for yourself. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, but to yeah, me, yeah. like, I deserve to be a good, loving person. Mm-hmm. And my mm-hmm. husband deserves that out of me as well. Mm-hmm. So That's I feel good. like in that season of being single, that was not my focus at all. Mm-hmm. And while God has done amazing things in our marriage and healed things and shown us things and revealed things to us, I wish I would have spent more time mm-hmm. focusing on becoming a better person. Yeah. And asking God to help me see those things that I struggled with that I didn't really realize were a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I wish I would have just focused on that more. Mm-hmm. And what that would look like is spending more time in my Bible, spending mm-hmm. more time with God, asking Him. One of my favorite prayers is, Lord, help me see me the way that you do. Yeah. And while there's yeah. a positive side to that of like, help me love myself the way that you do, like yeah, that's yeah, so yeah. important. Mm-hmm. But it's also, there's also another important side of that is like, Help me see the qualities in myself that I don't see that are hindering me from becoming the person that I yeah, need to that's be. that's good. That's good. So I wish I would have spent more time really focusing on becoming that person. Mm-hmm. Like I said, because my spouse deserves that and mm-hmm. I deserve that. And God deserves that too. Yeah, yeah. Like he deserves the best from us. Not perfection, but mm-hmm. he's a, he deserves for us to mm-hmm. grow and become a better person, I guess. Yeah. And quote me if I'm, if I'm wrong, but I feel like I've heard also it being said like, become the perfect person for your perfect person like it's just not saying that everything that you do and the purpose behind everything that you (laughs) want to fix is for that other person but it's just just like like you just said if you expect that from your spouse then you should want to have that reciprocated to them like it's just like how am i going to expect him to be all loving kind if i'm not even loving kind not even to myself because it whenever we harm ourselves or just talk down on ourselves it reflects on everything else i don't i feel like it was through gli as well gli is an internship that i'm in right now so (laughs) clearly if i'm quoting them it's actually working so it's good but um there's people that um if you first meet them and you just aren't feeling it it's just like there's always been that time like you're just talking and just like yeah i can't talk with this guy for another second (laughs) like i just can't yeah and there's also people that you just met them and it's just like the best thing ever like you just want to continue to get to know them that is dictated by how they treat themselves like because you don't really feel that that's just maybe how they just unconsciously are putting themselves as someone that's not likable because they don't say that about themselves like they don't like themselves they don't love themselves but for on the other hand for the people that just radiate that sense of like welcome and loving it's because that's what they think of themselves it's such a 
crazy thing to realize like oh wow like what i do say and think about myself does actually reflect with my relationships with my who i interact with my everyday life and um i just feel like that also tying into our topic of seasons especially in singleness it's just like if you're not even like loving yourself oh, in yeah. the singleness, how do you expect to be loved by another person? Like it's never gonna fill you up. No. As much as you think it would make sense, like okay, two and them together, okay, cool. That right. it just doesn't because you're never gonna feel full. You're never gonna. You're mm-hmm. always gonna want to crave for more and more, oh, and you're yeah. just looking for it in a whole different <laughs> resources. Uh, yeah, it's a resource like, that can't actually fill you. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Yes, like you're. Your significant other, just speaking from, I mean, I am married, speaking from my own personal mm-hmm. experience, like, Ruben does make me feel loved. Mm-hmm. He brings joy to my life, mm-hmm. but, like, he is not the center of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the center of his, because yeah. he's not God, and I'm not God in mm-hmm. his life. And I know we'll talk about it a little bit more of the things that I wish I would have fixed before marriage, but, mm-hmm. like, that's one of them. I felt like for so long, I was placing this, like, my identity in my spouse mm-hmm. and in my relationship like craving for that person to fill my tank Mm -hmm. and yes they can feel it like Mm -hmm. we all have love languages we all have ways that we like to be loved and Mm -hmm. that's really important Mm -hmm. but like at the end of the day I was really like centering my identity on that person Mm -hmm. who is not perfect yeah and I think sometimes like in marriage or in relationships we we um like sometimes I'm just gonna be real like Mm -hmm. like relationships can also feel lonely sometimes Mm -hmm. just because like okay you're in the middle of an argument and it feels lonely in that moment yeah. when you feel like you expect relationships to be perfect all yeah. the time. So when we put that expectation on a relationship, when it comes time to resolve conflict or mm-hmm. argue, like you're going to feel like you're at rock bottom and mm-hmm. you're lonely, like mm-hmm. you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. And like you have to know that you have God mm-hmm. and that your identity is not in that person. So yeah. when things go wrong or like mm-hmm. you're having a bad day, like your whole world is not crushed because yeah. that other person isn't being to you like like you would expect them to be yeah. does that make sense yeah. like yeah you i just i feel like i place my identity mm-hmm. in people and mm-hmm. relationships so often mm-hmm. that whenever i feel like they're not being who i want them to be like yeah. i feel like my world has ended and that's yeah. our identity is not mm-hmm. supposed to be in those people because yeah. they're gonna let us down i let mm-hmm. my husband down all the time like mm-hmm. i don't always speak with the kindest heart i don't mm-hmm. always deliver a message the way that i want to mm-hmm. i don't always you know love him the way that mm-hmm. he deserves and i let him down but his identity is not found in me. Mm-hmm. It's found in God. And mm-hmm. that's how he can be strong enough to know, like, she's just mm-hmm. having a bad day. Or yeah. she's just acting out grace. of character. Yeah. yeah, he has grace for me. Mm-hmm. Like, he's able to forgive me, you yeah. know, because that's his good. identity is not in my love for mm-hmm. him. That's good. It's in, it's in God's love for mm-hmm. him. And his, like, our identity has to be placed for our relationship, knowing mm-hmm. that God loves each of us, yeah. you know, and he's going to work it all mm-hmm. out. Yeah. But I wanted to touch on something yeah, that yeah. Adara mentioned previously why am i losing my train of thought (laughs) oh you were talking about how like there's two kinds of people that you meet one person being like i'm just not feeling this like this person is not my vibe like god Um, i know god loves you but yeah (laughs) i don't like you right now Mm -hmm. and then there's the other kind of person that like it just flows it's Mm -hmm. easy and i feel like i have that relationship with adara like (laughs) so sorry like you're just the kind of person that you're just so easy to talk to. Mm-hmm. And I know that you probably deal with, like, we all as women deal with confident issues and mm, insecurities. Yes. <laughs> all of us do. Yeah. But, like, you still radiate, like, mm-hmm. you radiate Jesus. Yes. And I, like, I That's love that That's what I'm trying to you. do out here, y'all. You know, like, <laughs> yes, I told you. Adara the other day, like, get around friends mm-hmm. 
who make you feel like Jesus is in the room with you. Yeah. Like who bring yeah. joy, who bring grace, mm-hmm. who extend forgiveness, mm-hmm. who is not judgmental, who's not gossiping about mm-hmm. people. Like I've never heard this girl talk bad about anybody. Mm-hmm. Like I need more people like that. We ain't having life. that. I was no. like, we ain't having it. We shutting it down. Yes. Amen. <laughs> and it's just like, it's not like you have to be in a group of people and like you have to be worshiping and having a sermon every single time. No. It's literally like, like you, like Mackenzie just said, the simple act of just having joy in the room yeah. or anything like that—that's all fruits of the spirit. So it's just yep. like, as long as that's present, God is there. Yeah. We're all good. Like, what does their spirit mm-hmm. feel like? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Adara and I don't always talk about Jesus. We don't yeah. always talk about the Bible. Mm-hmm. We don't always watch sermons together. Yeah. Like we <laughs> no, don't. We that's don't. not what our friendship is based mm-hmm. on. But her spirit feels good to me, mm-hmm. and I feel refreshed when I leave yeah. her presence. Like, mm-hmm. that's what Same. a friendship to me, like, we're talking about relationships. Yeah. Like, that's what a friendship mm-hmm. should feel like. I'm yeah. just not at a point in my life where I want to be around people that, like, mm-hmm. bring me down, or yeah. there's, like, when I leave them, I feel drained. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, I just wanted to shout Adara out <laughs> really quick. Right. It, yeah. it is the same thing. I even told Mackenzie, like, it's, we're just. It's, gassing up each other but it's fine yeah. <laughs> uh but it's just it's literally like Mackenzie whenever she says anything it's a just a comfort because she reminds me of hey like you are a human like yeah at the end of the day whatever conversation we have like at the end of the day you always tell me that and it's just like it's just good to know that regardless of whatever it is that we're talking about you have that reminder because like you see like what I'm saying and you like see my bigger picture and you mm. see me as human and you remind me to see myself as that so you you are <laughs> human girl yes we are humans please yeah going back to that so we were talking about um going into your marriage whenever like you quite didn't have those things worked out um in your own personal life and walk with Christ how how did they look like whenever you guys were married and do you now believe that God kind of let those things be unresolved? Like, yeah. have you found that answer, I guess, in a way? Yeah, I mean, I feel like God gives us free will. So mm-hmm. if he probably was knocking on my door the whole time saying, like, Mackenzie, mm-hmm. you got insecurity issues. Mackenzie, mm-hmm. you got identity issues. Like, he was probably trying to speak to me. I just wasn't open to it. Yeah. And so I feel like he's given us free will. And so, yeah, like, I think he probably did like allow them to be unresolved but Mm -hmm. he still had a plan to help redeem those things in me like he was never gonna like if if marriage is god's plan like he was never gonna leave us hanging Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and so even in this last year of being married obviously i do not know it all i will Mm -hmm. not know it all ever Mm -hmm. but i'm far from it right now but i still have learned so much even in a year and reuben has Mm -hmm. learned so much in a year and yeah i do think he probably just left that Mm -hmm. unresolved because he wanted to teach me something. Mm-hmm. He wanted to help me grow and he wanted to help our relationship mm-hmm. grow. And yeah. sometimes whenever we're struggling with things for such a long time, mm-hmm. God wants us to rely on him. Mm-hmm. And he d- he doesn't have a problem being there for us. Yeah. While I can sit here and say like I wish I would have worked on that. Like I regret not becoming more confident. I regret not doing this, this mm-hmm. or that. God still had a plan Mm -hmm. he still is working on me and he's not ever going to give up on me so Mm -hmm. i i am confident enough to say like i know my marriage is going to be okay yeah i know my spouse is going to be okay because god's always going to be in the middle of it Mm -hmm. he's always going to be working on both Mm -hmm. of us and he's always going to be doing things for us that are going to better our relationship he's always going to be revealing new things to us and that's like the beauty of marriage Mm -hmm. because if god's in the middle of it you're always going to be okay yeah you know come on now get y'all a marriage that god is (laughs) 
it's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good, it's good stuff. Yeah. And going on to like our next question, you kind of touched base on that. Like how you said that in this season of you being married, God has revealed to you the grace and like yeah. all that he has for you. How also has marriage helped you in other forms of your spiritual walk with Christ, even physically and mentally? Like, how has that been a good benefit into your life? Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel... People told me this before we got married, but I mm-hmm. feel like marriage is like looking into a mirror. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, you're through situations and disagreements or whatever, any mm-hmm. conflict that comes up, you're able to see yourself. Mm-hmm. You're able to see like, okay, how am I responding? Am I raising my voice? Such a struggle of mine. <laughs> am I... Yeah, yeah I'm just going to be real. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I doing... Am I handling this situation in a not-so-Christ-like way? Mm-hmm. And so, for me, marriage has helped me grow closer to God and helped me grow spiritually because it's... I've truly been able to see things in myself that I probably wouldn't have been able to see mm. before. And also, like, Reuben and I have this agreement that we're each other's biggest fans. We're mm-hmm. each other's best friends. Mm-hmm. But we're also each other's, like, we're going to call each other out in a loving way like hey like I noticed you handled this situation in a not so kind way Mm -hmm. you raised your voice and that wasn't you know we didn't need to handle it that way Mm -hmm. we like have that open dialogue of calling each other higher is what we Mm -hmm. kind of call it like we we start off the conversation with saying hey I just want to call you higher like do you have an open heart Mm -hmm. and that's where we're able to really challenge each other in areas that we need to grow in because yeah. that helps me so much. I know that helps him too to know, mm-hmm. like, I have someone here that's going to help point out my blind spots. But mm-hmm. the, the, cracky, the, cracky, the cracking cracky. of the voice. <laughs> yes. I have someone here that's going to help point out my blind spots, but it's huge to know that they're going to do it in a loving way. Mm-hmm. They're, he's always going to come to me in a loving way. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're going to, I say always, like, we're always, we're going to try our best to mm-hmm. communicate in a loving way. There's yeah. days where I'm like, uh, you did this and I didn't like when you did that and like have an attitude yes, like, yes. you know we're not perfect by mm-hmm. any means but yeah. that is a goal for our marriage to mm-hmm. always grow and challenge each mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. and that's what how I feel like marriage has helped me grow spiritually mm-hmm. um, is just to be able to look in the mirror and see like okay I'm doing this this and this wrong mm-hmm. God I need to grow in this area can you please help me yeah but also yeah. having someone that is there to help me see the things I'm doing really well Mm -hmm. um, and then help me see the things that I just really need to grow in also. That's that's so good. And just to know, and I feel like that can also be tied into any form of relationship that you have. And I tell that to my friends all the time. Uh, I kind of toot my own horn on this. It's just like, I'm grateful. I was like, toot toot. I am grateful for my, like the character that God has given me to have people in everything that I do they clearly see my intentions like they clearly see my heart behind it like I've been able to get through situations with other people either confrontations or stuff like that and they tell me hey don't worry about it I know like I can see your heart and Mm -hmm. I know that you're not doing this in any way shape or form like if I had to like confront my friends about or anything like that they can see like Adara don't worry about me getting mad at you like it's we know why you're doing this and um that's such 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 a vital thing especially in friendships that you never know might turn into relationships it's just uh like marriage boyfriend girlfriend stuff it's just like and I preach about this all the time like you need to let people like we were talking about before Mm -hmm. be vulnerable and people are gonna see your heart and they're gonna Mm -hmm. see your intentions because it makes everything so much easier. It may not be comfortable sharing it with people or sharing your heart and who you truly are with other people. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, it's going to help you so much in the long run with both of you guys. Because mm-hmm. it's like, 
I hope they see my heart. I know they're gonna see my heart, and they can clearly see that as well. And it'll stunt that really. I'm pretty sure like it's helped you guys so yeah. much in seeing that. Like I know where she's coming from. I know she's not coming from a worldly perspective, right. or I know that she's not coming from an attitude. Although that's what I can hear. <laughs> although I all I hear is raising of the voice. Yes, <laughs> it's not where she's. It's just the anger yeah. tied into it also. But to me, like mm-hmm. that is such. That's the way God views us mm-hmm. too. Is he's like, okay, you are running so far from me. You are yeah. doing all these things, mm-hmm. but like, he still has the ability to sit back and say, like, mm-hmm. that's not Mackenzie. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is not my daughter. Like mm-hmm. that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, that's another way that like marriage helps you grow spiritually mm-hmm. is to have a, a, a spouse that's in your corner. Mm-hmm. Like, it blesses my heart whenever Ruben's able to say, I'll, I'll ask him, like, why didn't you get mad at me when I mm-hmm. responded this way? And he's like, because I know it wasn't you. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't know. I can't quote the verse perfectly, mm-hmm. but I'm, it's so bad because like, it's such a popular verse. <laughs> but it's the verse that talks about how like we're not fighting each other; mm-hmm. we're fighting like another like worldly realms. Yeah, like we're yeah, basically yeah. like we're fighting the enemy. It's not a it's not a flesh and blood. Yes, it's a look spirit. at her out here quoting the Bible. <laughs> I'm out here trying. <laughs> we're like, trying. That is yeah. huge because I have to remind myself. Let's say we're like in a disagreement. I have to mm-hmm. remind myself in any relationship, mm-hmm. this is not that person's heart. Like mm-hmm. you said, this is not their intentions. Mm-hmm. They may be blind to the situation. They yeah, may yeah. not see. They may have pride in that moment. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. may, like, be so, like, have so much pride that they're not able to apologize right mm-hmm, at this very mm-hmm. moment. Or they may have so much pride that they cannot see that the way that they handled that situation was yeah, wrong. Yeah, So it's so good to have someone on the opposite side that's saying, like, mm-hmm. hey, I know that you gave me an attitude, but mm-hmm. I know that's not your heart. Mm-hmm. I know your heart is pure and genuine. Yeah. And that is that person calling out the Holy Spirit in mm-hmm. you. Like, Jesus lives in us, and mm-hmm. that is that person speaking life over you yeah. and calling you higher. Yeah. And they're, they're able to look grace. at you like, yeah. yeah, they're giving you grace, and they're able to look at you when you're being the devil. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. Your voice. I am yeah. calling myself out, people. Like, <laughs> yes. I, I totally do struggle mm-hmm. with an attitude problem mm-hmm. and raising my voice. And I know in my heart, like, that's not me. But mm-hmm. my husband's able to say, like, that's not you. Yeah. Like, I knew that wasn't mm-hmm. you. And when they're able to extend grace like that, like, they're mm-hmm. speaking life over you. And they're mm-hmm. acknowledging that the Holy Spirit is within you. So yeah, I think sure. that's such a huge thing. Yeah, for sure. And even, uh, like, my friend, even my family, whenever they... Whenever I get in an attitude, I've, I was never one to, like, growing up, I was never one to, like, throw fits. Whenever I get in kind of the attitude, they're like, oh. That's <laughs> not you. Some not going on, yeah. which can also be, like, that's not you in a graceful way, but also that's not you in an accountability way. Like, yeah. I don't know what you're doing, but you that's need to get your act together. <laughs> like, they, it's in both, like, in both tones. Cause it's, yeah. And that's just, it's helped me as well because I can... It feels bad at the moment, but it's just like, man, like, it's a reality check for myself and a heart check. Because it's like, mm-hmm. man, this is affecting my family. It's affecting my friends. Like, I, yeah. I, I need to actually work on it, which is so good. a really good um, thing to have, especially whether it be a marriage or friendships. It's good to have those type of friends that do it. Like, uh, I'm not calling him out, but like Josiah recently, <laughs> he's been telling me I'm, I'm emotional. And I'm just like, what do you mean? Like, but I'm saying it in a, like 
and uh, like okay what how am i emotional so i can fix it because maybe i am an emotional person for sure right. like i will feel your i see you crying i'm gonna cry instantly yeah. like it's just me but maybe yeah so um, but maybe it's an emotional and kind of like a bad way so i was like yeah. asking him like okay like in what ways am i emotional and at first he was kind of like uh, <laughs> like i don't want to tell you but i'm like josiah and, and the, uh, the rest of our friends agreed like this is what friends are for. Like, if yeah. you if you think that I need to tone down on my emotions, like, let me know and I can work on it. And now he's slowly but surely, like, telling me, like, okay, darling, this is when you get like this. I'm like, okay, thank you. Thank I was like, you. thank helps. you, man. Yes, <laughs> thank you for being a friend. But um, I want to quickly, because I know especially my ladies that are listening to this and myself to listen to this. Um, what were in your moment of singleness? You got over that. You're like, I don't need no man's. God just got me. I don't need no man's. <laughs> Y'all, there was a song. I'm not gonna say the group that sang it because I just feel like that's a bad word. But it was a song. I don't need a man. Go look it up and you'll figure out who the band was. It was a girl group. Yes. Why in fifth grade was that my ringtone? Why was that my Damn. ringtone? Go ahead. I'm so she, sorry. She made it. No, she was like speaking. I don't need a man. I don't need a. <laughs> That is so funny. Oh, All kind of, I just love that. I hope I'm your kids sorry. know that, oh, they <laughs> so will. they can, so they can actually know that as well. They but um, what qualities were they cannot change that you expected of a man, like of your husband, or like at the time of your boyfriend or something like that? Like whether it be like religious qualities or anything mm-hmm. of that matter. Like how did they look like, and did they change as well yeah. in any point? Yeah, I love this question so much because this is such a huge part of my story Mm -hmm. and the season between when Ruben and I were, you know, started to date Mm -hmm. and then all the way back to like when I was first saved. Mm -hmm. I don't know if any of that made sense, but it's such a huge part of my story because Mm -hmm. I remember being in a church service one time. It was one Sunday night um, at a young adult service and the pastor was talking about relationships. Mm And they were talking about like having expectations for that person mm. and qualities for the person that you wanted to marry. Mm-hmm. And she broke it down and was like, write them down. Mm-hmm. Put oh, them yes, on ma'am. paper. <laughs> it's like, yes, ma'am. Put them on paper and pray over them. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, bet, like mm-hmm. I'm gonna do that. And yeah. so I literally wrote those qualities down mm-hmm. on a piece of paper and I have it somewhere. I wrote those qualities down and I prayed over them for months and months mm-hmm. and months and months and months. Mm-hmm. And so whenever which I'll tell you the qualities, yeah. but whenever yeah, Ruben I and I like, like yeah. started to meet and then like later on in our relationship, like a romantic relationship started mm-hmm. to develop or even when we were friends, I could see these qualities. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like he has the qualities mm-hmm. of the person that I wrote down on my mm-hmm. paper mm-hmm. and I was very specific. So I, kindness is always very huge to me. Mm-hmm. Like someone who is going to be loving, mm-hmm. genuine, and kind is huge to me. So that was one of my big qualities that I'm, like a man needed to have for mm-hmm. me. It was, I don't like arrogance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are not here for it. No, ma'am. Cockiness is nope. Like mm-hmm. arrogance is a no. Canceled. Canceled. <laughs> no. That was the biggest thing I could not have. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down on my piece of paper, so specific, like, I go to Chick-fil-A all the time. Like, <laughs> and I just remember writing down, like, the person that I'm with mm-hmm. needs to be so kind to everyone, mm-hmm. whether they are a janitor mm-hmm. or a CEO. Like, mm-hmm. whether you are behind the counter at Chick-fil-A, whoever mm-hmm. it is, like, this person, my spouse, needs to be so loving and mm-hmm. just, want, like you said, like, the mm-hmm. spirit of, like, his heart just has to, like, exude mm-hmm. love. Gosh, like, <laughs> <laughs> this, like, 
he has to his heart has to exude kindness mm-hmm. for me and that is was like such a like distinct quality that i wrote down because kindness like i said is huge to mm-hmm. me like you have to be I don't need. I don't need you give an attitude to people mm. behind the counter at Chick Fil A. No, that is not cute. That is not attractive. Nope. That is not for me. Like, <laughs> no, it just really isn't. So kindness is a huge quality. Someone that's genuine mm-hmm. is so important. Someone that has a good sense of humor. Obviously, someone that puts God first. Mm. Like people always said it to me before. You know, I was married that they need to love God more than they love me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, but I want him to love me more. <laughs> yeah, right. But now I see why that's such a huge quality because mm-hmm. when he, when that person, he or she can love God more than they love you, mm-hmm. they're able to love you in a, from a tank that is full. That's so good. And yes. to me, like, that is the most important quality yeah. above all. But just someone that isn't afraid to worship God mm-hmm. is really important to me. Mm-hmm. Someone that leans in whenever someone's talking to them someone Mm -hmm. i don't know these are just very specific qualities for me that i knew i wanted and Mm -hmm. was not gonna settle for less than Mm -hmm. a man and i I said what i said about like writing them down because i wrote them down and i prayed over them and when i started to develop a friendship with ruben i started to see those qualities Mm -hmm. come to pass and it almost Mm -hmm. felt like okay god like we kind of did this together (laughs) like we played you know we played a part together so i just thought that was really cool Mm -hmm. um you know to be able to see those qualities come to pass truly in my spouse Mm -hmm. is so so cool that's so awesome and a really key thing that you said and want like i want to ask you this question how did you because i know i am if you don't know me (laughs) i am a very very like graceful person i give a lot of grace and it's just and i also like i'm very empathetic and although those are good things like they kind of they can get taken advantage of for sure so i know in my previous relationships like they've been i would set these standards and i would be like okay especially when it come when it came to guys like i would set these standards but as time got obviously they were past relationships because they didn't work <laughs> but i would begin to like be empathetic and be like oh, okay like there was this one dude but he lived in uh, Westheimer. And so it was kind of like, at the moment that we started, like, kind of, we were getting to know each other, but then we, it kind of was, like, getting a little bit more serious. Like, yeah. I was in Florida at the time, so it was like, okay, it's actually impossible to, for right. us to see each other. <laughs> um, but it's the little things of, my mom would even ask me, like, have y'all face like, the simplest things, have y'all FaceTime? Mm-hmm. Has he called you on the phone? Like, why is it just text? And I'm yeah. just like, I never, like, I pushed that to sign, and that's when, like, my standards started going down. Like, yeah. although this might not be something serious, we're still getting to know each other. I still want that effort yeah. as well. Because I know that I would do that anyways like yeah i'm one to be like oh the guy doesn't really have to do it all like i would want to do it too but i'm just like wait kind of the guy kind of has to go um but that's when came down whenever i came back like he was like oh like i want to do we want i want to go this place and this is this place like i came back and i was just like where are you at (laughs) so 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 where we going (laughs) like you have all these things and yeah i think i invited him to gya hangout thing Mm -hmm. you know and then he was like oh like oh i can't because it's like a stiff drive and i was like I sat back. That's when I realized. I was like, how did you think this was going to play out? Yeah. You at Westheimer, I'm at Humble. Like, we already knew. How is this going to work? Yeah. Like, I came into it knowing even if we were going to hang out as friends, like, it's going to be a stiff drive wherever we go. It's called sacrifice. Exactly. Boo. Boo. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, he didn't. But it's just those things that I start to, like, settle for less. Just because I'm just like, oh, having those excuses for them. Mm -hmm. For you... 
did you ever struggle with keeping those high standards and like how did you go about not like reminding yourself to not settle for less because you had said that i was like i need to ask her that yeah um I feel like I'm bragging on Ruben a whole lot, but come on now, truly like brag on your man. When we were when we were just friends, I I wouldn't even call it like a relationship in high school, but like mm-hmm. there was this guy that I was just so badly wanted it to work with, mm-hmm. and he was not it. Mm-hmm. He was not the right person, and he always like he was the opposite of Ruben. Like he would mm-hmm. string me along. He wasn't like mm-hmm. I was the one pursuing the relationship, mm-hmm. and he was so off and on and. I remember being in the car with Ruben one time and I was like, like I, I'm holding on to this relationship because I'm just scared to, I don't, I, this is all I've known for years. Like, I mm-hmm. don't want to let it go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, even, even to the point where like, I, I was like, I don't want to, like, I want him to see what I'm doing on Instagram. Like, I want him to see my life and like mm-hmm. how good it is. And he mm-hmm. was like, you need to block him. Like, mm-hmm. you need to get that. You need to cut it out of your life mm-hmm. because if you're constantly going to be living for him to see you and for him to... Mm-hmm you know, for him to still be in your world, like, yeah. you're not ever going to heal from that, mm. and so I say that Come to say, on, Ruben. I know, thank you, babe, like, <laughs> I say that to say, because, like, your initial question was, mm-hmm. were your standards, mm-hmm. were you, did you ever have a hard time, like, keeping those high standards, yeah. with Ruben, no, mm-hmm. I didn't, because he helped me set the standards, mm. and he's the one that taught me so much about because he's been a Christian for a long time and mm-hmm. he knew those Christian values of what it looks like to be faithful. Yeah. His parents have, are still married to this mm-hmm. day. He knows what, not a perfect marriage looks like, mm-hmm. but he knows what a Christ-like marriage looks like. Mm-hmm. So in that relationship, thankfully I really didn't struggle to mm-hmm. keep those high standards. Now in my previous relationships, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't even call them relationships. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it just be stuff. Yeah, they, they just be a person. Yeah. Like. <laughs> person in my previous you know relationships Mm -hmm. I would again they're not relationships Mm -hmm. but like I would lower those standards Mm -hmm. to try and like fit that person in my bubble Mm -hmm. because I was so scared to let it go yeah Yeah. and I I remember another another guy that I was really interested in like I was trying so hard like I kept inviting him to church and Mm -hmm. I kept wanting I was the one pursuing like you Mm kind of mentioned in your previous relationship I was the one pursuing and texting him and trying to hang out with him and Mm -hmm. I so badly wanted it to fit into this into my world and Mm -hmm. into this box and it had no like no reason to work because Mm -hmm. that was not my person that was not the person God had for me Mm -hmm. or the plan that God had for me yeah and I remember in previous relationships trying to like meet lower standards I was Mm -hmm. like okay like if he's not gonna come to church like that's fine like Mm -hmm. it's cool he'll get there one day yeah that's what I was like Mm -hmm. that's the thought process I had so thankfully with the person that I'm with and that I'm married to, no, I didn't have to lower those standards. Mm-hmm. But I have definitely dealt with that in the past yeah. of trying to stick around with someone that was never going to yeah. come around in the first place. Yeah, I'm just like, that's why they exes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why they That's why you in the past. <laughs> yes. And, I, and honestly, like, whenever I say this to Mackenzie, like, just jokingly, but I do mean it. It's especially just hearing you like y'all story and having my dad as well like Ruben and my dad like they remind me a lot like in their like in their values and how Mm -hmm. they treat you guys like you and my mom so it's just like having now that I'm going into the right direction like having those two people like it's just that's my standard like I'm just like hello (laughs) like if you're not gonna treat me like this (laughs) I don't want you (laughs) I was like I don't I really don't because it's just like what And, and going back to what we've said before like as as women especially like we want to make sure that everything we do we're not 
having that as our primary focus but Mm -hmm. going to be like wives like good wives for our husbands Mm -hmm. if i expect that if i expect to be some way for my husband like i want that to be as well for me so yeah i'm glad that good job ruben he's in the room i know he's like totally in the same house (laughs) like good job (laughs) good job good job yeah um but we're going to like the last couple of questions that we have we kind of like knocked out everything but this is something that we were about to like just start ranting about before recording we're like okay let's just film this like this we have to um but did marriage ever seem like scary to you like was it something that you're like oh my god <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. No, like personally, no, it mm-hmm. didn't. It didn't ever seem scary to me. And I was telling Adara earlier, I have a calling to be in ministry. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have a calling to a job, a career. Mm-hmm. But I have always felt like I was called to be a wife and a mom before mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've always felt that in me. And so for me, like marriage, the thought of marriage didn't scare me, Mm -hmm. especially when you meet the right person. Mm -hmm. Like that person's never going to be perfect. You're never going to be perfect, but Mm -hmm. you get to figure it out together. Like Ruben and I always say we're super young, which Mm -hmm. a lot of people look down on that, but Mm -hmm. we get to grow up together. Mm -hmm. Not only do we get to grow old together, but we get to grow up and figure life out. And yeah, yeah, sometimes that makes it harder, but... Mm -hmm. It's fun, like yeah. getting to learn and grow. I feel like it's better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's be young and in love. But it's. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my goodness. She she's secretly like making that sound. Like, <laughs> she she loves it. Um, like, <laughs> but like no, personally for me, marriage didn't seem scary. But mm-hmm. I know like why people see that, like mm-hmm. why they think that, because sometimes you come from a broken home, you come mm-hmm. from a divorced family, you come mm-hmm. from your parents. not really showing you what love is supposed to look like Mm -hmm. and I personally didn't have that growing up I didn't have a a healthy relationship to glean from like I didn't know what that was supposed to look like so Mm -hmm. I I understand why people do think it's Mm -hmm. scary but I never personally dealt with that like I was Mm -hmm. excited I was like I get to cook and clean a house (laughs) and like you know be married and decorate a house like I was excited and that that doesn't like I've always heard, you know, people say, like, marriage is really tough. Mm-hmm. And it is. Mm-hmm. But it is such a beautifully tough thing. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Yeah, like, it yeah. is. It's amazing. Yeah. In the hardest ways sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and like you said, it's beautifully tough because, yeah, it's going to be hard, but you're not doing it alone. Like, you're yeah. officially not going through things alone. You're not going yeah. through your own personal struggles alone. Like, it's just like, not saying that the your significant other is God, but it's just like, okay, yeah. I have someone. Like, I actually see the person is, like, yeah. right there with me. And even whenever times that arguments come about or stuff like that, you're still going to, whenever, like, we've been talking about, you see each other's hearts and intentions. Yeah. So, the like, it's not going to be as hard. I've never, I've never been, like, scared of marriage or anything like that. Um, but I, I kind of feel like not attacked because i'm not like i'm not married or have any kids or anything like that but whenever people say like just like diminish marriage or even having kids like oh my gosh if you get married or like i'm pretty sure with you guys since you guys got married young it's just like why did you get married young like it's gonna be bad it's just like hold on one second like why do you have to especially whenever people say like oh now that you have kids like your life is ruined and i'm just like what no like those are all such big blessings because it's just like one 
I feel like every time someone gets married, it's kind of like diminishing the devil even more because it's just oh, like yeah. we're clearly seeing that love surpasses all, no matter yeah. what. Like I'm pretty sure with like you and Ruben, like no matter what flaws that you still had coming into marriage, anything like that, the fact that he still wanted to marry mm-hmm. you and love you, like that's a victory in of itself. Right. So in the same thing with like children, it's just like mm-hmm. those little daddy blessings. Why are you over here? Why are you trying the, to put it down? Why, like, why are you trying to do that? So. I just love so much that people like yourself, especially because we're young too. So yeah. it's kind of like seeing it as why does age need to be dictated and all this. Yeah. Like And like you just said, that's a perspective. Although I was never weirded out by anyone getting married too young, that's a perspective that's so good to see. Like we get to grow up together, yeah. especially whenever you guys are both walking in this life like with Christ in the middle. Like something that you had talked to me about with like what you were struggling at some point it's just like Ruben's there to help you mold like to help mold you and you're there to help mold him and it's such a beautiful thing because and like we've said before it just builds y'all's spiritual like walk so much better so yeah and it's so good as much as like your spouse or your significant other is not god they are Mm -hmm. never going to like complete you Mm -hmm. god still uses them Mm -hmm. to bring you know healing in your world yeah to bring joy like yes that person is not jesus but mm-hmm. they can, they represent him mm-hmm, in mm-hmm, your mm-hmm. in your you know in your yeah, life so yeah. i i think that's such a cool aspect of marriage and relationships and the way that god scared about yeah <laughs> it's like you'll be fine <laughs> if you just if you go into marriage mm-hmm. knowing that it's not going to be easy mm-hmm. you're already setting yourself up for success in a mm-hmm. way because like you're not having that expectation of this movie picture perfect marriage because that's what the movies portray is not Mm -hmm. it's not perfect it's never going to be like 60 years in like Mm -hmm. it's not going to be perfect Mm -hmm. but no it's not it's beautiful yeah it really is i'm glad (laughs) man where you at i was like where you at um so alrighty, so we're going down to our like last two questions um we're gonna basically just share advice whatever advice you have whatever my brain comes up with i don't even know i was like I'm in one of these seasons, but um, what advice do you have for anyone who's in the season wait, waiting? <coughs> Me. I was like, what advice? Like, do I was like, <laughs> what advice do you have with the girls and guys? Whatever yeah. you have, no matter if you're a girl or a guy, I think mm-hmm. the biggest thing is that you wait well, mm-hmm. and by that I mean like be proactive in that mm-hmm. season. And that doesn't mean like searching for that person, especially mm-hmm. if you're a girl. Like I don't believe that we are the ones that are meant to pursue people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the guy is supposed to pursue us, and he's yeah. supposed to come knocking on your door. Mm-hmm. So, ladies, don't don't like search for it. Mm-hmm. Um, we mentioned it kind of. I mentioned it earlier, but don't let that be your main focus. Mm-hmm. Once you kind of have that desire go away and mm-hmm. not become your main focus, you mm-hmm. really can start to focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. And that is my biggest piece of advice for someone is in a season of waiting is just to focus on your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Wait well by being proactive. And by that, I truly mean pursuing God, mm-hmm. pursuing the way that God sees you. Yeah. Like start to love yourself better. Mm-hmm. Start to ask God to help you become more confident. Yeah. Um, because those were some of the things that I really struggled with mm-hmm. in that season was being confident in who I am, mm-hmm. um, being secure. Uh, loving myself and those are three things that I still struggle with today Mm -hmm. like truthfully insecurities has always been a really big deal of mine Mm -hmm. and it's been a really big struggle and I've gotten so much better Mm -hmm. um but I look at girls and I'm like man like she's so confident like Mm -hmm. you know you can see confidence on someone it just like you can hear it Mm -hmm. 
And I really still struggle with that to this day. And so in my season of waiting, I wish I would have focused on that more Mm -hmm. because I feel like I've carried that into my marriage now. Mm. And again, my, my husband is graceful. He's, he's patient. Mm. He's always going to be there for me Mm. through whatever I struggle with. Mm -hmm. But I I just wish I would have taken more time to focus on myself and loving myself because I could have been a better person for him Mm -hmm. throughout Mm -hmm. the time that we've been together. Yeah. And not to say that God hasn't healed that or won't ever heal that. I know he will. He, and he's working every day in our relationship and in my life and in Reuben's life. But I would just really say, like, if you're waiting, wait well. Mm-hmm. Be proactive. Pursue mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. And pursue what it looks like to love you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, for my ladies and men, we're in the same season. If you're single, we're in the same season. I got you. But yeah. one thing that I've been preaching to myself and reminding myself is, it's more of a question like how do you expect to be in a god-given relationship if you're not even um pouring into the your relationship with christ like yeah. it's just in it Mackenzie's story is testimony to like it's testament to that with what she said before like as soon as she re as soon as she realized that okay this is not my main focus my main focus is christ yeah it obviously <laughs> flourished and like she was able to reap the harvest of that you were able to reap the harvest of that yeah. season in your life so Y'all, we finna do, we got this. Just let's focus on God. Yes. He will provide. Wait well. Yes, let's wait well. Let's wait well. I'm gonna write that down. I was like, ooh, I need that. Um, so last but not least, I'm sad that's gonna end, but it was like last but not least, um, what advice do you have to the married couple or people that are like in their season of dating before marriage? Um, if they if they finna if they're finna get married, yeah. Um, what advice do you have in your experience so far? As um, I know, we've said a lot <clears throat> about that, but specific things that you would say to those that are dating and those that are about to get married or are married. Yeah. Um. I think the biggest thing for people that are in a relationship, engaged, mm-hmm. um, dating, engaged, or married, the biggest thing is always for like you to pray for God to help you see that person through His eyes. And the reason I say, like, pray to see that person through his eyes is because whether things are good, bad, ugly, or mm-hmm. in between, it's mm-hmm. always good to have, the pers- like, a kingdom perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's always good to see people the way that God does and to see, like, there's been times where I've prayed for God to help me see Reuben the way that he does. And it just breaks me because mm-hmm. I'm like, man, like, you really love this person yeah. so much. Yeah. And it helps me to see kind of how much he loves me also, like how much God loves me. Yeah. So I feel like that's my one of my favorite prayers to pray is, okay, God, help me to see this person the way that you do. Mm-hmm. And that'll, that'll wreck you like yeah. hardcore because, yeah. <laughs> like, because yeah. the Holy Spirit starts to really speak to you. Mm-hmm. And I'll look at Ruben and I'm like, you're so cute. Like, you're so yeah, cute. Like, you don't even know. Your heart is so good. Like, yeah, you start yeah, to see yeah. these qualities in your spouse mm-hmm. that the devil does not want you to see. Mm-hmm. Like, he wants you to look at your spouse and absolutely hate that person mm-hmm. because the enemy hates marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. absolutely hates it because mm-hmm. it is God's way. It's one of the vessels that God uses to further the kingdom. Yeah. And I really do believe that. Mm-hmm. So, if you can look at your spouse and absolutely hate everything about them, then the enemy is winning. Mm-hmm. So, for you to sit there and pray for God to mm-hmm. open your eyes to see them the way that he does yeah. is such a victory, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah. That would be my mm-hmm. advice to anyone that's married, single, date, I mean, uh, dating or engaged, mm-hmm. is just mm-hmm. to really pray that prayer mm-hmm. um, to give grace. Mm-hmm. And if and if your person is really struggling with things that they've carried into marriage, like mm-hmm. I have, do a good job of giving them grace mm-hmm. and and not in the way of like, oh, okay, it's fine, like 
mm-hmm. because they might do it again. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. grace is not just brushing it off. Grace is calling them higher, praying for that person, mm-hmm. and being patient through their season of whatever they're struggling yeah, with. Yeah. Like to piggyback off what you said by having by praying that let me see them through your eyes. Yeah, you see them the way God sees them, but they can. It'll be a reminder to them as well. Like, yeah. oh, okay, God is seeing me through this. My yeah. wife or my husband is like telling me these things. Like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm pretty sure like that has helped you out. Mm-hmm. If he does the same to you, it's kind of oh, yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah, like, if, I'm good. If he's okay. able to like look at my heart even when I'm being like not my best, or mm-hmm. even when I'm not doing anything wrong, mm-hmm. if he's able to say like, wow, like you are just an amazing person, that mm-hmm. builds my confidence mm-hmm. and and it's not Reuben building it it's mm. God using Reuben yeah. to build that yeah, and it's, it's truly God trying to show me the way mm-hmm. that he loves me yeah. so yeah I agree with yeah. what you just said like that's so good it helps yeah. to fill my heart up mm-hmm. yeah and I like that you acknowledge um that it's those things that feed into your spirit are from God and not mm-hmm. just from Reuben yeah. I feel like I I know for me as well like although I'm not in a relationship with other people like whenever they tell me things or do mm-hmm. things that feed my spirit in a good way um, I sometimes I'm just like, oh, wait, that's God working yeah. through them. Like, yeah, I appreciate that it was that one person. Yeah. But it's just like, okay, God is working through them. And I feel like that's also mm-hmm. my help out in like in a relationship. Oh, yeah. To kind Any of prevent, yeah, to kind of prevent putting your significant other in a mm-hmm. pedestal or in an idle like perspective because yeah. it's just like, okay, is God using them? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, is God like, using he's them? He's trying to sure. speak to me through that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and which is a good thing for about marriage because it's like you're always going to be with that person. Yes. <laughs> you're always going to be with that person. Yeah. Wow, thank you so much, thank Mackenzie. You I was me. like, I need it. I was like, I needed this. In a good way, in a good <laughs> way. Too, it's all too. good things. Yeah, so thank you so much for just being who you are, for being awesome, Yeah. for being amazing in all your ways. Um, But... We have a Spanish word of the day. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to do it? Do you can have? Can I give one? a phrase? Ooh, you can give a phrase. Okay. Give them a whole phrase. Not even Don't toot my horn because this is. <laughs> I literally use this phrase for things that do not make sense. Yes. Si se puede. Ooh, come on now. Yes. Yes. Say it again for the people that don't. Si se it. puede. Ooh, come on now. Si se puede. Yes. Ooh, what does it mean? <laughs> no, it means yes. yes it, yeah, it's like. Yes, it can, yes, or like can. yes, it's, yes, we can. Do like, I remember it's a that Disney thing. movie? It was from a Disney movie. Like I that's how, the girls were cheerleaders, and they were remember. Hispanic, beautiful Latina cheerleaders. <laughs> I don't remember. It but was, I feel it like was I know from a Disney about. movie, and they was yeah. like, "Si sí, se puede, si sí, yeah. se puede." <laughs> oh my gosh! But it's like yes, we can. Like yes, yes it's po- like it's a good, it's a good thing. Yeah, I know. I I feel like I know what you're talking about, but what comes to mind is like. Puerto Ricans are wild, in case you didn't know. Puerto Ricans are wild. So, like, whenever we're at basketball games or they're, like, protests and stuff like that, they're like, si se puede, si se puede. They take it to the next Yes, yeah, they do. But si se puede is the Spanish phrase of this episode. The movie's called Gotta Kick It Up. Gotta Kick It Up. Oh, wow. You would recognize it. Yes. (gasps) I do. Oh, wow. Yes. My sister watches that movie. (laughs) I was like, is that Ameri- yes. America for forever? Right? But um, <laughs> I'm going to keep calling y'all out. Can y'all please send me y'all saying the Spanish word phrases of the day, please? Come on now. If like, I can young- do it, you can do it, people. <laughs> <laughs> we got this. We're in this together. Yes. But thank y'all so, so, so much for tuning in. Don't forget to, if you do send in your phrase of the day, you can also send it to Mackenzie if you have Mackenzie on Instagram. Yeah. But you can follow me on Instagram at Dara 
Perez with two Z's at the end. What's yours? So you can plug yourself. I believe I should know this. I believe it's Kinsey.Valdez. Okay. If not, then. If not, go to her Instagram and just find <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, she's in there. She's in there for sure. Because Mackenzie, she does like skincare. I she do. sells. You sell. Yes. Yes. Skincare stuff. We should have done this nice whole stuff. podcast in a face mask. Like, right? Why did oh we not? Oh my gosh. That would have been so perfect. No, we would have left the face mask on way too long. <laughs> yes, way too That was me yesterday. Like, yeah. I left it for an hour and I was like, ooh, yes. I should not have like, done my that. My skin is drier than yeah. the desert right now. <laughs> Literally that. But so y'all can check out all the stuff that she sells and all that she does for Grace Church. She is the boss lady for mm. of Grace Church. I'm going to tell y'all that. I'm just, <laughs> that's on period. That's on period. That's okay. On period. Is that a TikTok reference? Because. I don't know where that came from. I felt like I was saying that while I was off social media because other people were saying it, so I have no idea where it came from. I think it might be a TikTok reference, and I'm here for it. I spend way too much time on TikTok, (laughs) and that's on period. (laughs) That's on period, no gap. But, y'all, with that being said, buenos días, buenas tardes, y buenas noches, mi gente querida. Peace out.